0: And now, all, all man on the left coast, Andy Wellfley, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so the intro. Welcome to episode 22 of the Erasable Podcast. Tonight, we're talking all about pocket notebooks, and we're still looking for a belly man big enough to pull the three of us together into one pack. I'm Andy Wellfley from woodclinch.com, and with me, I have my two co hosts, Johnny Gamber from Pencil Revolution. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Dandy. <laughs> and uh, Tim Wassum from the Writing Arsenal. Hey, Tim. Hey, how's it going? Very good. All right, so uh, we this is kind of the first in a series about paper. Um, we've been getting a lot of requests to do a podcast about paper, and we really, really want to, but there's so much to talk about. So I think we're going to kind of take them in, like, formats. So maybe, like, this is about, you know, little pocket notebooks. There's going to be one about ledgers or notepads maybe. Another one about loose leaf. I don't even know. We haven't even figured all that out yet. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah. I like the setup. I think we're, this is yeah. a, it seems like a natural place to start because we seem to use <laughs> use these more than yeah more than anything yeah. else.
2: And these are the ones where there's a new one every week to deplete <laughs> my bank account. There's so yeah. many.
0: Yeah, and we just started making a list out of uh, group member topics, and there's so many on this list. But uh, I haven't heard of some of these. Yeah, and we definitely like you know some of the big ones like field notes. I think that we've Kind of talked it to death already, but but we'll we'll keep on going. We we have a a few different ways of talking about it. I think tonight that should people should appreciate. So uh, before we get started of that with that, um, um. let's say we discuss tools of the trade. What are you uh, drinking and writing with, Tim?
1: Uh, well, I'm writing with. <laughs> I write, dudes. I guess. Do you still call? It? I guess they tick tock. They still are. Uh, right, dudes. USA Gold, the natural pencil, the mm-hmm. new one that doesn't mm-hmm. have the foil wrap. I always get mixed up now because when you look at it, it doesn't say right dudes; it says America's pencil, which I'm cool with. But um, America's pencil. I've been enjoying enjoying using that today, uh, and I'm writing in my Bob Slate Stationer Mountain Tom six x four notebook, hmm. courtesy of Mister. Johnny Gamber is my new, I finished my my podcast field notes, the red-blooded, I finished that off, mm. and so I've uh, moved on to my uh, Bob Slate notebook, and okay. I'm putting a, a podcast sticker on the front of it as we speak. Awesome.
0: That Johnny Gamber is great. Mm-hmm. Have you he been is. to his website, Stencil Resolution? Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I can't say it. Yeah,
1: that's kind of like revolution. Stencil Resolution. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm going to have to go reserve that URL. Pretty pretty
0: low resolution. <laughs> it's sort of like um, there is a sushi place in my new town called Sushi Sam's. And I cannot say it without slowing down. It just comes out like Sushi Shams. <laughs> I just can't even say Sushi Shams. <laughs> hey, come on down to Sushi Shams, guys. <laughs> so, uh,
1: and I'm, uh, I'm drinking a, a, something, a little something I call a... A uh, black hole sun, which is old charter eight year Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and Capri Sun.
3: <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Johnny. Wow.
1: Johnny snuck onto my tools of the trade and added Capri Sun to the end of my old charter eight year Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, <laughs> and so I came up with my own little mixed drink that I was just dreaming of. The black hole sun so, trademark. I'm gonna
2: have that song in my head all weekend now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Johnny's show note bombings are the best. I, I yeah, they are the enjoy. best. Yeah. He wrote down that I was drinking a 7-Up and I'm writing with a mechanical pencil I stole from a renegade crossing guard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Johnny, Johnny, what are you using?
2: I am enjoying a Sam Adams escape route lager. Although, I think it's a half between an ale and a, and a lager. Whatever that means. It's delicious. If you can find it, definitely get some. And I'm using a little tiny... Statler Norris HB that I have handicrafted to have a pink end dip because the end dip came off. And I love it. How about you, Mr. Andy?
0: Um, I am, because I, I just can't get over it. I'm drinking an Anchor Steam, which I'm really liking. Um, I think that's maybe what I had last week. But uh, yes, Anchor P. <laughs> thanks johnny um <laughs> no anchor Steam's really good i had the porter that they make the anchor porter they make a porter they do make a porter it's, hmm. it's a good it's one really good yeah this can uh, get that at like
1: grocery stores here which is really weird but. yeah
0: yeah that's um will fungi was talking about how he can get anchor steam at groceries there so they're made in san francisco since 1896 it says right on the label i like their fat little bottles yeah yeah they're really nice to hold they're kind of
2: cute yeah the beer can be cute
0: yeah <laughs> And I'm writing in my um, Ambition pocket notebook um, with my brand new twist bullet pencil that I got in the mail
2: today. Yeah. And the so, clips are pretty. Oh, yeah. These, oh, my. I,
0: I didn't get this um, until today because I held out to get the clip. And, yeah, man, it looks really good. It, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, the top of the, like, Tornado Twists by Retro51. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. nicer. And they're using – he pulled the erasers out of – what did he pull the erasers out of?
3: The two choo- yeah,
0: yeah. And they look really good in there. Yeah, this is just like picture. I don't want to use the eraser because I'm afraid that it's not going to look as good. But no, of course I'm going to use it. But yeah, it's a, it's a really nice pencil. I got the blue one with the um, silver pointy tip. And then I got a black one with a brass uh, blunt tip. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm tickled pink. I like it a lot. It was a good mail day today, which we'll talk about later. Um, so, um, we can probably move on to the pencil of the week. Um, this was kind of last minute. Um, so we didn't really like put it up to a vote. Um, if you'll notice this podcast came out a little bit sooner than it usually does within our biweekly schedule, it's because we're trying really hard to release them, um, kind of in 10 day increments. So we're not really following like the week, the weekly structure, which we may go back to depending on availability and how it works. But, um... So uh we're still getting the hang of being able to like plan ahead for these things. So um yeah. So w- we decided to do the Black Ticonderoga, which is um a pretty good standard. It was I think that was the first Ticonderoga that I ever really thought about. How about you guys? Yeah, it was Instead the first the one I liked know? as a grown-up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you too.
0: Yeah. Um I used to back when I I think it was it was Target or Office Depot. I can't remember where, but I used to get these really nice uh, matte black Ticonderokas, and I just loved them. And now I can only find shiny black ones, um, mm. and I don't think they're as good a quality. And no. Johnny, no. I think you have more information about this.
2: Yeah, they—they yeah, they, I think it came out in 99 or 2000. It was called the Millennium, and then they switched to just calling it the black, and it was matte, and it was so pretty. And I don't know what they did, but it smelled extra good. Yeah, and the, I so feel like then, the
0: quality was better too.
2: Yeah, they were really nice, and then when they stopped U.S. production, they made it shiny and ugly and not nice anymore. Yeah. Also, um, I think some of them have Microband, which is kind of icky. Microband? Yeah, and they have the There's the unsharpened Chinese version that doesn't say Dixon, which is very nice, and the Mexican version, which is scratchy and crappy. So you can mm-hmm. guess what my grade's gonna be now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh. Yeah, I, on my way out of Carbondale when I, I moved back to Maryland in 2006, I bought a two dozen box that are stashed away for my children hmm. of the black hmm. ones. that I'm really trying hard not to open.
0: I have little half used ones of the of the matte ones that I are stashed around various places. But I uh, I gave a bunch to a friend of mine because he loves the Ticonderogas and like I was explaining to him the difference between the black ones and the, like the matte ones and the shiny ones. And uh, it's so weird that their supply chain is so
2: strange like that. Like, why would they produce some that, that don't say Dixon on them? Yeah, I don't understand that, the stuff they do. Yeah. Like, now they're moving away from Cedar and some of the stuff. Like, why? Yeah.
0: Do the yellow pencils kind of face that same thing, where there's some that look one way and some that look another?
2: Yeah, I think the for the a while the next gen ones were paler, and the Chinese ones were very gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now the Chinese ones are matte yellow. Which is actually really nice. They're pretty. I yeah. like those. But I don't think they're cedar anymore. They're heavy. Hmm. How do you tell the difference Saddest. between them? Well, uh, the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'm just. So, um, usually the Chinese ones aren't sharpened. Usually. Okay. Oh,
1: between the Chinese. You were asking, like, how do you tell the difference between the Chinese and the Mexican? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Usually they put it on the box on the outside. Okay. If
0: you buy them online, you're in trouble. Yeah. My mm. bad. You I never
2: know what you're going to get.
0: <laughs> would would they have the same, like, UPC on them, like, do you think?
2: I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. Huh. But to ask Charles. Yeah. They have the skinny. Also, I've never checked to see if they have the same eraser. Huh. It's so... Too it's, much patience.
0: Yeah. That company has just been, I feel like it's, you know, been bought and sold and divided and changed and... And it's like, a company
1: that's like everybody knows it so well i mean doesn't they could put out like the crappiest pencil in the world and they, yeah. they'd still be in every
2: store so and they then, like, do that yellow dixon thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. that is awful pencil yeah. yeah
0: that thing is horrible and then they have like those like limited edition multicolored editions that are in like target one year and then in staples the next year yeah and, i like those those are cool yeah mm-hmm. but is it even like made from the same stuff like i have no idea
2: Oh, this year's target ones are not cedar. Yeah. They're something lighter. I think I, th- I want to say they're white pine, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's not base wood. It has no smell. It's made of whatever the um, the Norris is made of right now. Yeah, which hey, I think is some kind of pine.
0: I usually talk about like when people ask me about collecting pencils and p- over pens. I just I usually say like, pencils are so much like simpler than pens because there's so much less to know and worry about and like factor in, but I think Ticonderoga is kind of the exception to that because it's there's so much variation. Yeah. Yeah, get your stuff together, man. Yeah. <laughs> so performa- performance performance-wise, what do we think of um the differences between them?
1: I mean, I can go first. I sure. I do not like it. Uh, I mean, I just have the I think I have the Mexican one, the pre-sharpened mm-hmm. one that you get at Target. I bought a pack of them and <clears throat> It made me think, I mean, I had a, a lot of different thoughts about it, but it made me think about hardness, and it just seemed, to, like, harder than I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and, oh gosh, I, there's really nothing I liked about it, so I don't <laughs> really, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. I I I guess I've just had, tried other things that are so much better that when I tr- when I went back to this, I was like, this thing's piece of crap. Yeah. It was, the, I, I do remember that it, the... Black Ticonderoga. This one was the first pencil that I had a conversation with another human being about. Hmm. So I, I value it for that. Like I had a friend who I found out when I was in I don't know, it was maybe three years ago that he really liked pencils. And I was like, "Oh, what kind do you like?" And he said that kind. We like I had a conversation. So that that has some sort of uh, meaning for me. Yeah. But it's slippery and it's too narrow for me. Uh, and it's no laddie. Fleds. It's no <laughs> laddie. Yeah. I need a beefy pencil. <laughs> Um <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I just don't have a whole lot good to, uh good to say about it, but I don't have the other one like I, I haven't tried the Chinese one, so um, i I do have one of the I think the millennium ones, which Andy, did you send those to me?
0: I can't remember like
1: you might have someone sent me two of them, yeah, so I have those and, I, and that is better, and i do I do notice a difference, but I just it's packed away, and i don't haven't been using it, and I didn't pull it out to check.
0: Yeah, I've been using pencil. I've been using ticonderogas from my pack of like mid-century made ticonderogas. Man, they're so much nicer. The medium ones, beautiful. Yeah, no, the ones. Um, I think I may have sent you one of them. They're like much heavier. Yeah, and sharper. They're sharper, and uh, they're like they're from the '60s or the '70s. I had a a friend of a friend gave me a like his mother died not too long ago and was like a uh, third grade teacher in the seven the sixties and seventies and she just had a box of these in her basement just unopened and he just gave me the whole thing and I was like I'm gonna use one of these dozens, you know, to give to friends and to use and I'm already on the second dozen. <laughs> um but no those are the yellow ones, no they're not the black ones. So uh
2: Johnny how would you how would you grade these? Well I would give the Mexican one a D minus because it's a piece of crap. <laughs> and um, I would give the Chinese ones a C plus because I really like their core. And I find their 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 paint is better and their cores are centered better. Hmm. Like it's actually a pretty usable pencil, but it's all clouded by the fact that the American one was s- vastly superior to all of them. I would definitely give that one an A. And if any listeners have them and you want me to like send you a hug or a kiss, just send them. To <laughs> it's worth a <laughs> it nice. guess. <laughs> totally. Working. I am soft and hairy. I'm a very good hugger. Toffer may be dreamy,
0: but Johnny is the hugger.
2: <laughs> there's our tagline: <laughs> If you got us together, I think the world would explode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we don't let them. There's a There's a law. They're not allowed within like three miles of each other. Yeah, he's in Seattle. <laughs> I'm in Baltimore. Yeah,
2: try to keep them on a separate coasts. Gonna be on different sides of the Rockies. Hey, he's a Texan. No, I yeah, think he'd probably te-
1: want you to know that. But yeah, but he- usually Texans are like that. But yeah.
0: <laughs> we should just like have a joke about toffer and like in each episode until someday he's actually going to come on the episode <laughs> <laughs> sorry Tim how about you what, what what grade would you give this pencil
1: D most definitely I yeah. D and, I wouldn't go as far I mean that's mostly just in the <laughs> it's a D for disappointment Andy <laughs> um, <laughs> for don't I, buy this pencil like uh, yeah it's mostly like getting such a low grade it's not, it's not that terrible terrible of a pencil as far as how it's put together compared yeah. to, like, some of the other Dixons that are out there. But I just... It could be so much better. And when, when something was better and just keeps getting worse, it's just, like, big right. disappointment. So, D. Yeah.
0: And are you assigning that toward a Mexican one, a Chinese one, any of them?
1: I, I only have the Mexican one. Okay.
0: So. Um, I've I've used both and the trouble is, is, like, the the China, the China ones, is, it's been so long since I've used them that I can't... Like even give it a good grade, but I would say I'm kind of along the lines of Johnny, like a like a C minus or a D for the made in Mexico ones, and then like you know somewhere upwards of a C plus for the for the China ones, and I don't even remember the the USA ones.
2: Oh, they're so pretty. If I have some extras, I'll send you guys some. Yeah, you'll be very happy. That'd be good mail day.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, but it, it, it's I don't know. The old ones were something special. The new ones are just a black painted Dixon. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you screwed up and made it the wrong color. Come on, Dixon. <laughs> get with
0: it. <laughs> All right, um, so maybe maybe we should do a, uh, we should start out early when we, before we do our next episode to try to like get a proper vote in from everybody for the next pencil of the week. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Uh, fresh points. Tim, would you like to go first? Sure. Uh,
1: first thing is I finished. A couple field notes in the last week, and I opened, so I got to start a, new, a few new ones. I finished my first Ambition, which I loved. I used the red one, the memo book with the graph yeah, paper. that's what I'm using right now. And it was wonderful. I actually, and I started using the the planner, which I really like, which I wasn't expecting to like or keep using, but I've been enjoying that, so that's in my Cody Williams uh, wallet. So I keep the, the planner in there, and then I was just carrying the, um, the, the red one in my pocket. And it, it wore pretty really nicely. I mean it's a softer cover, so it broke a little along the spine, but it was it looked great and you know the gilding. It's it's pretty funny inside of my wallet that any addition I put in there of the ambition, the gilding rubs off of the front. And so on the opposite side of my wallet it says field notes in reverse because it's like in <laughs> in gold pressed Just into the other side. Gold dust
0: all over the place, you're like two chains.
1: Yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's in my lungs, like I to to, it's like the diamond dust in arrested <laughs> development. Yes, <laughs> the, di- the diamond cream. <laughs> Somebody take me to the hospital. <laughs> uh, but I started. I I, I started a new uh, factory floor.
3: Hmm. Ooh, which one did to, you? do?
1: I did the copper one, the copper pipe night raid. Yeah, and it is so beautiful.
0: Which one did you do before? Was but the silver one?
1: This is my first one that I've used. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah I think Johnny used the silver one, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, the paper's awesome.
1: Yeah, I like the paper. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent about the uh, the orange grid because it kind of disappears, which is fine. But I carried it in my back pocket for a day, and the cover just, like, cracked. Hmm. Like, it, almost like what I see in the the Cold Horizon, you know? I yeah. guess it's because of, like, they laid such a thick layer of ink on it, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. But, like, right at the center, I have this, like, inch-long... Yeah, it just, like, cracked open, hmm. which I, like, wasn't too...
3: Uh, I wonder I if they. That's stu- about.
0: I wonder if they stumbled across it by accident that the silver and the orange together made that copper color. Yeah, yeah. A, it seems like, but because it's it looks
3: such,
1: a, such awesome. a cool idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: So, so I like it. I gonna obviously, I'm gonna keep using it, and I'm not like that persnickety about these things. Yeah. But I was a little surprised when it just kind of busted open because I think that's why my my favorite edition is still County Fair because that cover. Like, never falls apart. It's like kind of indestructible. Yeah. I love how that looks when you carry it, carry it in your pocket. Um, so, anyways, just <laughs> wanted to share my thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, I also got, I ordered some bullet pencils from uh, on the eBay. I got a couple old bullet pencils, two Chicago themed ones. Mm hmm. So I, I always kind of had my eye out for uh, Chicago ones, Tennessee ones. Uh, and I got two Chicago ones and I got them home and I fixed them up on my own kind of like refurbished them and I've been using them this week and it's uh, really enjoyable. I love those old ones. They're so light and it's, they're, it was fun to use it side by side with the twist and see yeah. kind of how they, how they complement each other and how different they are. Uh, Cause there are sometimes that, I mean, I love my twist. I, I love it, but there are sometimes I just want to carry the, the vintage ones too. Cause they're so, uh, they're just great and you can, you can do so much with them. And so I, I used, yeah, racer from, my first Ticonderoga, and you know, like twisted it out popped it out and slid it in hmm. and used some uh, like a, i don't know what you call it, it was like there for doing dishes those like green scotch bright pads and yeah. just like buffed it out a little bit oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, brillo, and it looks, brillo pads kind of brillo thing. maybe brillo pad yeah those like the thin green ones and it looks uh, it looks great and i just loved carrying them They're both for like uh, livestock like stockyard kind of things in yeah uh, the chicago area like i'm guessing like meat packing places which is pretty cool
0: so there's this there's this one stockyard in chicago and i see i can't remember the name of it right now but i see these pencils all around and i just wonder if they just like found an old box of like like a thousand of them and then just like released them into the public because I, i i had like two or three of them myself and i just see more on on in like flea markets and online, and it's crazy. Which uh, yeah. what, what's the brand name of that uh, stock stockyard?
1: Uh, I actually don't have it in front of me. I, I don't have it sitting mm. right here. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can look it up in a second. But no, uh, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can. I think I have a. Or I can post a picture on Instagram or something. But That's cool. There's yeah. there are two. One's rounded in silver, and there's another one that was uh, silver with like a gold wrap like the the hmm. like words are on gold and it's one of the ones that's uh, squared off. Yeah. Like the, the barrel of it's squared. Those are um, cool. It, and that one, yeah, I had used the choo-choo eraser and uh, my first Ticonderoga eraser.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was playing with that a lot this week and I found another eraser that fits one of my plastic bullet pencils that I can like shape and stick in there too.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, my last point is Mike Dudek reached out to me a couple of days ago and shared a, a link to a, a new, new ish website. I guess it's that it started around September and it's called CW Pencils. Have you guys been to this website yet?
0: Uh, after I heard about it from Twitter.
1: Yeah. yeah how did we not know about this? Awesome. I know. Yeah. So it is, it's amazing. It's this blog and also shop that sells pencils. Uh, like, uh a lot of vintage pencils too. You can get all kinds of stuff. Like it's pretty amazing the the, the selection they have. Uh and it's all pencils, only pencils. That's super cool. Uh, yeah, Carol- which is really cool. And notebooks too, but
0: Yeah. yeah. Caroline Weaver who's the CW and CW pencil she mm-hmm. she tweeted us and said that she's a big fan of the podcast. So Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't know she t- I didn't see that tweet. I I uh, I just found it through yeah, through Mike and Mike had said you know, sent me there. I went. I looked. Looked through the vintage pencils section, and I I have my eye on one of those IBM pencils, like the yeah we had talked about before, because I think those are the ones that in the hunt for all the the, the apparently Steinbeck pencils. That was one that I really wanted to get. Yeah, that she, IBM electrographic or something
0: like that. She has a, a lot of stuff that I just don't. You just don't see like, uh, um, yeah, she has yeah. like some old Blackfeet pencils. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She black has some, wings. Yeah. Like, yeah, she has some Ben Franklin pencils. Yeah. She's selling fifties black wings. Yeah. Fifties black wings for 60 bucks, which like it's up to you. And if that's, if that's worth it to you, you know, as a <laughs> price, I mean? but it's, I, I've seen them go for much higher. Yeah. Yeah. She has one of those inline the... pencils from Dixon that has like the big kind of, it, it almost looks like a comical version of the black wing. Like it has like the, the eraser looks like a little chiclet. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. She has some, some really neat ones and they're, they're priced, you know, decently for her. But like, I would sometimes I'd rather just like get one of these and pay $10 for a pencil than like hassle on eBay about it. So, yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, definitely kind of getting my druthers together and getting ready to make some purchases because there's some neat things on here.
1: Yeah. Me too. Uh, there, there's a few that I've got my eye on and I was going to read. I, I, I feel like she probably wouldn't mind, but her first post is called Manifesto, and it's really relevant to—I mean, just to the kinds of things we talk about, but also to our pencil of the week because she mentions it. Uh, but it says, "Hello, you found a tiny niche in the universe where graphite wins over pens, pages, typewriters, computers, smartphones, and just about anything else. I am Caroline Weaver, and I have made this with this website. I propose that you consider digging the sharpener out of the bottom of your stationary drawer and put the perfect sharp point on a new on a new pencil." Uh, you don't have to get carried away just yet, but you probably will. The smell of the wood, the sound of the lead as it scrawls, the tiny imprinted letters on the barrel, you will fall in love and you'll probably be surprised or excited, but that's the intention. My first love was the black Ticonderoga when they still came unsharpened and had a matte finish, and then a parenthesis says, rest in peace. <laughs> Since that affair, many, many years ago, I've grown to love every pencil for its writing qualities, aesthetic appeal, and story. My mission here is to teach you everything I know and everything I learned in the process. This is just the start, but you can expect more to come. This is a great first post, and the picture, she's doing some, like, I guess photo shoots for things she's going to sell, and you can't help but notice that she Uh has a pencil tattooed on her forearm.
0: Yes, that is awesome. I wonder where she's based it's out. It's amazing. Of, yeah.
1: Uh, New York, I think. Because that's uh, the other thing Mike mentioned is that she's apparently uh, considering, or he had heard that she had, uh, was considering open up like a physical shop. That's cool. Which is pretty cool. So yeah. that tattoo, I want that tattoo. So, yeah. We got to get back to our tattoo discussion. We should like, <laughs> yeah. We should get, get the community in on like what tattoo we should get. It's, <laughs> it's got to happen.
0: Although we don't want to like crowdsource it because we could end up like, um,
1: we can get them to pay for it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstart kick our tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think everybody should go check it out. There's a handful of posts, like a, a blog post that she's done, I think like five or six or something like that. And then you can browse around and see some really cool vintage pencils and uh, modern pencils and sharpeners and notebooks and books and stuff. So uh, it's CW Pencil Enterprises. It's CWPencils.com. And then she's on Twitter and Instagram at cwpencils too. You can check her out there. Hmm. So Way to go, Caroline! It's an awesome yes, site. Absolutely, really enjoyed uh, looking through it. And thanks, Mike uh, Dudek, for for pointing this out.
0: It was such a quiet launch. Like I feel like I'm usually on top of that sort of stuff, but
2: yeah, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. How about you, Johnny? I have too many things to talk about, so I will pare this down. (laughs) Um, So we sort of had a pencil sharpener explosion among the three of us this week. Oh, man. Where Troy from the Classroom Friendly Supplies sent us each a a mess of pencils and is going to sponsor some giveaways, which is always exciting. Because, you know, you get to be the messenger of somebody getting a cool sharpener. Who would like to do that? Yeah. So um, I'm doing a giveaway right now. It goes live tonight so by the time this comes out it'll be up whereby if you listen to this episode and can repeat my tools of the trade you get an extra entry so you should definitely do that because you get to pick your color which is awesome and i have a pink one now for my daughter it's super pink like freakishly pink like oh my god <laughs> and um also has a new one i wonder if you would do that for the giveaway it's the same price it's plastic and it takes fat pencils and it doesn't leave bite marks I just used one tonight, and it's pretty awesome. That is it awesome. It begs for stickers, too, because it's blank. I'm like, put stickers on me. So <laughs> when, my, when my sticker sheet comes from Canon Pearson, I might stick them on there. Mine got lost in the mail. They sent another one. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm really
2: disappointed. Those. Yeah. They look, I mean, they look fantastic. I can't wait till they come.
0: I'm, I'm super excited because I, before I had um, you know, just one classroom-friendly sharpener that I kept at work. And mm-hmm. now I have, I can have one at work and at home, and I'm very excited about that. So, yeah, what uh, colors
2: did you guys get?
0: Um, I got a red one that I'm going to give to a friend. I got a blue one that I'm going to keep at work because um, I have two desks at work, and then I have a black one that I'm going to have at home.
2: Does your black one have a different sticker?
1: Um, yeah, mine. Mine has the classroom friendly sticker. on Yeah,
2: the top it. I love that. Yeah, it looks mine nice. Too. Yeah, yeah, I just Digging
0: noticed that. that. That's real good.
1: Yeah, I yeah. got. Uh, I had a blue one at school, like my original one that my students use. What was his name again? Clark. Clark. Yeah, that's it. And so now we <laughs> have, and now I have my own personal one at school that can stay behind my desk, which is red and uh, is Addison. So Clark and Addison, the streets that Wrigley Field is on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's I have awesome. a, and now I have a black one. that's my home sharpener, and then I have a blue one that I uh, packed away. For Henry to, uh, my my son Henry to use someday. So mm-hmm. that one's in storage for him, and I got the black one here behind me. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, Troy. That was like so I, amazing. Like I, one of the best best things ever.
0: I communicated with Troy not too long ago because I had a question um, about the sharpener for him, and um, he, I told him we've been talking a lot about these sharpeners in the podcast, and it's kind of like our. Our kind of go-to crank sharpener that on on the podcast, and mm-hmm. he told me that he just started recently listening to podcasts, and he uh, listened to ours, and he kind of ran across us saying that. And he says that he's never had anybody uh, talk about those sharpeners on a podcast before. Which, <laughs> which I guess I guess makes sense because there's really not a lot of like. You know, I I think actually the pen addict has mentioned it on the podcast. I remember yeah, they did, hearing on. Mike, Har- Mike Hurley talk about like how insanely sharp of a point that you know that, that thing makes. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, we we definitely love that sharpener here. Yeah, so, it was.
1: Yeah, he actually, I I like when in an email back and forth, I mentioned my one at school, and he actually said that he he's like, yeah, I I remember hearing about Clark. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> nice. Yes, uh, Clark and Addison. Addison's my, my personal one now.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was hoping our listeners could help me with this because my Baron Fig time travel notebooks came, and they're very beautiful. Um, one of them has a horrible spine, but it still works. But I have no idea what the hell it means. They're oh, The, the you know, time traveler design? Yeah, they're so pretty, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know what this has to do with time travel. And and I showed my wife and she doesn't know either. So at the risk of kind of like
1: like, intersection of things moving in opposite directions, kind of like, that's the best I could come up with.
2: I mean, I thought it was like something to do with um, Dr. Who or Heidegger (laughs) or something. (laughs) Heidegger, (laughs) I think I would get it, but not Dr. Who. So if anybody does know, I'd be so happy to know. No. It looks, it's so portentous. It's like it means something.
0: (laughs) So like the um, the jester or the juggler one came with like a little story about it being a juggler. So they do yeah. they don't have a story for the time traveler. Nope, just a different belly band.
2: Weird. And the inside covers are slightly faded purple to green too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Is it a? Um, nice. Is the paper different at all? Um, I didn't write on them yet. It looks the same. Mm-hmm. I really like that paper a lot. I kind of feel bad for being a late adopter. But um.
0: It's in yeah. addition to celebrate the new year as we tra- time travel forward into the new year at a steady 60 seconds per minute, it's important to keep in mind what's behind us as well as what's in front. So.
2: I'm like, what? That doesn't, that doesn't help. <laughs> and then one <laughs> yeah. of them has the division between purple and green, um, and it's sort of jagged. I'm like, what is yeah. that? <laughs> Friggin' art students. <laughs> <I take that. laughs> And I mean, they're they're very very cool. Yeah. They're pre- way prettier in person. As most of their stuff is. Yeah. Not that they don't take good pictures, but you know the texture is part of it. Yeah. Um, and for m- my last fresh point, it's kind of big. My my buddy Dan, who's a fireman and also sometimes a carpenter, um, we you know he comes over once a week and we have our, our date night. And we were truing wheels last night. And um, wait, you were what? We were truing his bike wheel. We put it on the truing stand. What do you mean, chewing? Oh, um, when you, you true a bike wheel, the, you know, the... Oh, you're truing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I we thought you said chewing. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he had a lot to drink one time. And <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> no, um, we were successful, and I think I lent him my truing stand, and he was screwing the spokes the wrong way, so it sort of had a long way to go. We were marking it off with a grease pencil. I was just so excited to use a grease pencil for something. Huh. That was... It's intended use and not just like writing nasty things on mirrors. (laughs) I mean, not that I've done that. Pricing things at the Goodwill. (laughs) Same blue. Same blue. (laughs) But um, also, it turns out that my friend Dan, who Mm. last week says he hates knife sharpening pencils. He likes, uh, you know, using something that makes a shorter point. And also, this is a secret because despite being an Eagle Scout and a fireman, he doesn't know how to sharpen a knife very well. Don't worry. Nobody's listening to this. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn, that's what you get for not listening to the podcast. <laughs> no, but last night he, or this week he, he let it slip that he hates bullet pencils and thinks what? that they unsimplify pencils. I got him a um, a perfect pencil for his his birthday uh, last month with some other cool pencil related stuff, and he thinks it takes away the simplicity of the pencil. I mean, so I was wondering what you guys thought about that. I mean, especially had, the, the perfect pencil.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has a point because, like, originally bullet pencils were for like a really specific purpose, like for farmers to carry around, and and it's like we're all sort of like kind of using it in like a twee way, just like to to call back to those days, and we're we're definitely using them unsimplified now, but yeah, I, I can see his point, but I don't. That doesn't make me hate that hate bullet pencils, but.
2: He's a man of strong opinions. Yeah,
0: because cause they had a very specific <laughs> purpose. They slip in your pocket. And now you have retractable ballpoint pens, which you know m- most farmers have probably switched to, and like tradesmen and you know God people forbid. like that. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Tim?
1: I love bullet pencils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my offering now. I. It's uh, like I, screw you, Dan. Dan's <laughs> <Yeah. Dude's> an <laughs> idiot. <Yeah.
3: laughs>
1: No, He's a I, big yeah, dude, man. I see. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm far, I'm far, far away. So
3: it's,
1: unless he can punch me over Skype, then uh, no, it's yeah. I see. I get his point, but I mean, just like pencils. Yeah. So well, it's 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 really when you think if if you if you love pencils, there's really not a. I mean, there there are caps, but there there aren't like many better ways to to carry one with you. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. I disagree with the perfect pencil. I think it's a case of more being less. Because since it has a cap and it has a sharpener, you actually need less to in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, usually I have a knife on me. I just carry a pencil with a cap and pray I don't stab myself. <laughs> I've used my bullet pencils embarrassingly little. But um, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, Dan.
0: <laughs> Dan doesn't listen to it. He doesn't even know.
2: He's really a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan very much. But um, bullet pencils are cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially the perfect pencil, which is oh, and also, um, they were sort of hard to get, and then Amazon started carrying them, and now um, pencils dot com has them for ten bucks, which is a steal. Yeah. And now they have the refill pencil, which has got me stupidly excited because the clip on the pencil is silver, and the refill pencil has silver print. So, mm. yeah, you got me. <laughs> it's bothering me that I don't have another one, but now I'm going to get some more. Yeah, but I'll shut up now. you can do it, Mr. Man on the left coast, Andy. All right. Dandy Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Handy Andy. Um, well, I guess my my big thing is that um I have a new project. Um I I had been talking with uh, Will Fengi who we have talked here about. Um and he uh he was talking about doing some kind of a podcast that <laughs> You know, would have people who are really into something, like be it, you know, rugby or pencils or Star Trek or something, uh, and basically do like an interview show uh, with them. And uh, he and his brother uh, started this, and they got bit by the podcasting bug, and all of a sudden they started a podcast network. Um, and it's – there's a few different things on there. There's like a tech podcast and everything, but uh, he and I are doing one about um, – Sort of the exploration of um, digital and analog tools. So it's not a tech podcast. It's not a pencil podcast. It's somewhere kind of in the middle. Uh, it's called Dot Grid, and uh, we recorded our first episode and released it. Had pretty good response. Um,
2: I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah, um, it's 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 interesting because he and I both use um, a lot of we, we watched or listen to tech podcasts. We you know try out latest apps. Um, just very tech oriented, but we also like analog stuff. So um, it's it's an interesting place where I can you know I can definitely talk about fountain pens and typewriters and things like that here uh, on erasable, but it's not kind of it kind of deviates from our our mission, and uh, we certainly probably wouldn't talk about like I don't know the latest iOS release or something like that here necessarily, um, unless we can tie it back to pencils. So
1: Johnny probably would.
0: Johnny would. He I know
1: he yeah, he, man. he loves
2: Apple products. So. I have a new tattoo I wanted to tell you guys about. <laughs> it's an apple. Is it? It's in my butt. An apple logo. <laughs> well, it's not an apple logo. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it's yeah. An apple with a pencil through it.
0: <laughs> so uh, I I I thought that was a soda can with a pencil through it.
2: No, Dan did that too. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> destructive.
0: <laughs> Just pretend like that's that's Tim's skull.
2: <laughs> well, impressively the point didn't break it was a really nice uh, Karen Dash Edelweiss pencil yeah, yeah. so yeah they're nice <laughs> so uh don't uh, don't think
0: for for a second that you know that means my Erasable involvement is ending or lessening or anything Erasable is my my first venture into podcasting I think we have something really really amazing with, with me and Johnny and Tim so uh, yeah this is just a another podcast that I'm going to try also to do. <laughs> so uh listen in is at nerd uprising co slash dot grid. And uh we we don't have an exact reason why it's called dot grid, but a little bit because, you know, it sounds a little like dot matrix, which is, you know, high tech from the nineties. And then uh, you know, dot grid is a like a paper layout. Um and also because the dots happen at the intersection of the uh of the graph. Um imagine if it was like a line of graph paper. Um and we we feel like our podcast is kind of at the intersection of those, of digital and analogs. So that's why we're calling it that. Um, we're going to do that bi weekly as well, um, just because I can't, I can't do a weekly podcast. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to that and to this. Um, another really cool new thing. Um, if anybody's familiar with, uh, on Twitter, with uh, ethosophical, is that how you say it? I say ethosophical. Ethosophical, well. yeah. Or ethosophical, yeah. i never is... said it out loud before. <laughs> his name <laughs> is Chase. He's a, he's a listener to the show, and we've talked back and forth on, on Twitter a lot. Um, and he actually just joined Facebook, and one of the first things he did uh, kind of in... I think he had it rolling around in his mind for a while, but it uh, was kind of provoked by... You know, last week or last episode, we here talked about um, how we thought some of the everyday carry stuff was cool, but we didn't really like all the guns and, like assault knives and things like that um and we talked about that on dot grid as well so uh he started a facebook group called practical carry and it's kind of a an edc pocket dump bag dump kind of a kind of a group where you show off what you have what you use that's more focused on like you know writing tools and stuff like that than you know
3: a clock for (laughs) For, for gentle
1: for gentle people who who aren't paranoid and
0: so, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to uh,
2: get a lot of emails or anything like that, but... Uh, you can send them to me. It's yeah. <laughs> well, Leslie had the best points. I mean, guns are okay, but I don't know. That's why I like, go to Starbucks with five guns and six knives in my pocket thing. It's yeah. really bizarre. <laughs> Dude, you must really not be nice to people. <laughs> Stuff like that. I have a lot of enemies. Yeah. So, so
0: be sure. <laughs> Do if, you. if you want to go check this out, go to uh, facebook.com slash groups slash practical carry. And uh, it's kind of like erasable. You have to request to enter. But Chase is pretty good about letting people in. So we've already had some fun discussions. I've learned some new things. Um, Taffer taught me that there is a um, like a, a lip balm out in the world by, made by Sephora for men called Jack Black Lip Balm. And I spent <laughs> pro- probably a good 10 minutes thinking it was like a high-end lip balm made by the actor Jack Black. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with j- that Jack Black. <laughs> I was just like, what? So I did a little research and finally Toffer was like, no, it's not the actor. It's just some guy, Jack Black. So, uh, yeah, if you you want $13 chapstick, uh, you should buy some of that. But uh, that was part of my pocket dump was I included uh, my uh, Burt's Bees.
1: I only have $12 in my lip balm line of my budget for the month. Oh, yeah, (laughs) well.
0: I buy one a year. My lips hurt real bad. (laughs) Real bad. I, I lose them like crazy. My cat like just knocks them off whatever surface they're on that he can get on. There's like so, a,
1: a horde of them somewhere in your oh, house. Yeah. Like there's like 30 of them. That the cat is <laughs> hid. Like oh,
0: when we moved, uh, my wife found like probably like six of them and then they now live in a drawer in, in the bathroom. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's practical carry. Um, also I finally, I, we talked about this earlier, but I finally got my, uh, my twist bullet pencils and, uh, and certainly by, by choice I asked them to kinda of wait until the the clips were on were had arrived and, and were on the pencil before I had got mine because I didn't really have a place to put them as I was moving. But they're really, really nice. They they feel like really well weighted. Um did Tim, did you get the blue color?
1: <clears throat> I did not. I got red and black.
0: And you John, you didn't get the, you got black and silver.
2: I got all silver. All silver. Very boring. Eh,
0: it, this, this blue is just gorgeous. It's beautiful. I also have the black one, which I like a lot too, but mm-hmm. I just love, love this blue. Um, and yeah, I pulled it out at work and like three people were immediately like, what's that? And I was like, let me tell you about a little something called a bullet pencil. <laughs> so
2: back up, it's going to go off. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, Gorgeous, I'm I'm liking it a lot. I, I haven't had a chance to like really sit down and write something with it. I've been taking notes in uh, for the podcast as we go, timestamps and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's it's so great. So thank you
3: we, guys. Say you good. know, it
2: weights it well. The uh, wopex, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. It yeah, balances it out. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. Ooh, I'll have to try that out. Yeah,
0: he sent me a bunch of uh, Blackwing six oh two stubs to go with it. So. Mm-hmm um last thing i was going to mention is um i am a big fan of uh blogs as as i think we all are um and the jet pens blog which i don't really usually pay attention to um like they post some interesting stuff most of it's about pens they posted a guide to pencil sharpeners the other day
2: uh, that thing blew my mind i
0: know they they posted they took out all of their various uh, pencil sharpeners that they have some hand crank some like manual um, There's what two four six eight ten sharpeners on here, maybe 11 a bunch of them um, And they took really good pictures um, They had a big thing about what to look for in a pencil sharpener size shape sharpening angle uh, the point etc and um, they showed all of their sharpeners that they sell, uh, pictures as well as a YouTube video embedded right in the page of that sharpener in action, and uh, plus some knives that they had. And my favorite part, they had a diagram of any sh-
1: any sharpening blocks on there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, so have you ever seen um? Oh, what is the name of that movie? Um, there's a movie where there's a like a guy who has a recurring fear. That this woman, he's he works at a grocery store and this woman walks up and she takes out a gun, and it comes to life and she takes out a gun and she points it at him and it turns out it's a like a cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. Somebody should uh, have a, like a gun pencil sharpener. <laughs> well, that out.
1: It makes me think of the the Simpsons episode where Homer gets a gun. He like uses it for everything. He's like <laughs> yeah. opening opening beers, <laughs> like Henry trying Nance to turn on to the TV. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so, uh, so this blog post. Uh, they they take some pencils and they, they basically show what the point on each of these look like. And it ranges from like super, super deep to like a really narrow point, uh, not narrow short. Um, and it's, it's so helpful. Um, yeah, this is, this is a super great thing. They have tables like, like a spreadsheet on here. I didn't realize that the, um, that the uni KH 20, which is a hand crank had such a, had such a long point on it. Um, that's one of the ones they sell so jet pens yeah you did a really really good job on this thank you very much uh their
1: their pencil the the pencil guide they they have is really awesome too yeah yeah that's super great it's it's like the different grades and they do a really
0: really good job of content marketing by making it interesting and useful um so i'll have a link to that in show notes which by the way are um at erasable.us slash 22 um which is the tw- this is the twenty second episode and our show notes are there. Um. So yeah, that's that's all for um for the main or for our, the follow up for the fresh points. Um. All right, guys, should we get on to our main topic? Let's <laughs> do it. It's a uh, man. This is kind of a big you know trunk to open. Um, it's daunting. Yeah we we posted so we're talking about pocket notebooks today. Um, and it's a word that I have we've talked about here before and i am sure I've butchered it. It's spelled K-A or C A H I E R. And I would say kahir. But Johnny, what did you say that sounded fancier?
2: I thought it was Kaye when they came out. Kayovskin was like, hey, here are these cheap notebooks that are fifteen yeah. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually it's an actual it's
0: great word. Start. Yeah, that describes like pocket notebooks with that saddle stitching, which is essentially just a few staples. Um, and like a, and a cover. Um with just a few a few pages in there, so um, it's interesting. I actually just yesterday, um, kind of independently from picking this topic, uh, found a website as three staples dot com, as a guy who's kind of going through all of his field notes collection to kind of review them, which is which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, I uh, I found um, well, we asked the group, you know just list off some brands of these pocket notebooks and there's the usual field notes, barren figs, word notebooks that we've been talking about. Uh, but man, there were so many more. Um, I didn't actually post it. The field nuts group, which I should have done, but I sort of feel a little uh, sheepish, like talking about this authoritatively on the website, because I feel like our listeners, or at least the group members know way more about this than we do. But uh, what do you think? What do you guys think?
1: I'm not sure how it seems. I mean, I'm like, there are words that they commented that I've never seen before in my life. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I can't pronounce most of these. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, Johnny, you had some information you just found about
2: Kaye, about these pocket notebooks, that word. Oh, yeah, there was just a Hemingway reference. In um, the Garden of Eden, they mentioned David writing in Kaye's. They were cheap French school kid notebooks and pencils. At one point, his wife makes fun of him for using kids' notebooks.
0: <laughs> I wonder if it's was really funny. rather than pocket notebooks it means something like um, you know a cover made from just like thin thicker than the paper inside but also from f- a fairly thin cover like mm-hmm. you know those blue books that you wrote off you run on
2: college you're dating us yeah
0: <laughs> hey I wrote in yeah
2: <laughs> I wrote books. in them too yeah. yeah okay now I feel better yeah <laughs> I think I I'm miss those things
1: <laughs> I miss those blue uh, K here translates to notebook in French. Oh.
2: So. Yeah, I think okay. it means like notebook as opposed to journal.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. The way most I a,
2: did that.
1: I put a YouTube video in the show notes that has the pronunciation and Johnny you had it exactly right. So K-
2: K- What is I it pronounced again? something correctly for? Ka- yeah.
1: Cahier. Yeah. Cahier? Mm-hmm. Cahier.
0: Okay. Well, Johnny, you yeah. have you have more degrees than either of us, so
2: I, I didn't take any French.
0: Do you have a master's, Tim?
1: I am It's a long story. Okay. (laughs) 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 I should have a master's, but the BS university in town is making me enroll in one more credit hour Oh man! in order to officially graduate, but I already finished all my classes, so in May I will be a master of education. Okay.
0: (laughs) It's funny you should say BS university, because in in Indiana we have Ball State University. Ball State. Yeah, my brother went there. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a dirty joke. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Ball State, David Letterman, right? Yeah, David Letterman went there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my mother went there. Um, So yeah, both of you have way more degrees than I do. Um,
1: (laughs) One more, and it's a (laughs) it's an education degree. So yeah, so uh, uh, giving those things away.
0: Yeah. So, no. hey i have a i have a like an english journalism degree so that's that's worth zero
1: i have english and humanities which is Ooh, probably I, I like probably that. even less I than like yours <laughs> hey
0: you know philosophy is the valuable one <laughs> that's true <laughs> none, yeah. none of us have like lenore from the group she has a she's a professor of chemistry so
1: we have no marketable degree
0: so <laughs> no. i don't even have a job <laughs> <laughs> sonny has a degree in dad yeah. Dad PhD. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Dad. Uh,
3: anyhow, <laughs> where
0: we? So I'm I'm just gonna list these these brands that uh, people in the group came up with, which are are pretty great. So we start off, you know, Field Notes, Spare and Fig, Word Notebooks, Moleskin, Rhodia, uh, Paper Stacks, which was uh, something that people have started talking about in the um, Field Nuts group, which is pretty cool. They're mm-hmm. doing like the the Toms or the Warby Parker method where for each each Pack that you buy, they're going to donate some to an inner city school where, they need, awesome. where they need notebooks. Yeah, uh, paper stacks. So there's that life notebooks, which I've only dabbled in. I think I sent you guys some life notebooks, and I know Johnny, yeah. has, Johnny has yep. some they're, other ones. Yeah, they're pretty. There's um, there's the uh, bandit apple Carnet peewee. Um, I've been saying Bandy Tapple, because when <laughs> I when I look at it, that's what it looks like to me. I see bandy and I see Tapple, yeah. but then somebody <laughs> goes bandit apple. I'm like How about. Bandit-able. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Bandit apple. Bandit bandit-able. 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 sounds like a drink. It does. I'll,
3: I'll have a bandit Double bandit <laughs> apple, like you, please.
1: Sounds like you don't know how to say candy apple. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: It's a,
1: it's, it's a bandit
3: apple.
0: apple. So no, it was um, it was Will on on Dot Grid. He said bandit apple, and at first I was like in my head like, haha, he doesn't know how to say bandit apple. But then <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, it does say bandit apple. <laughs> <laughs> so so, yeah, they they have uh, one called the peewee. Uh, Randy Reagan was talking about that in the group. Oh, I um, have one of those. You have one?
2: I never used it. I forgot mm. I have it. Mm, cool.
0: That's there's terrible. The, there's the new Notco one, which is super cool. I just started so kind of playing with it. Um, Calipino, Calipino, Calatino. <gasps> that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, there's a whole line of like Pencil.com ones. There's a Forest Choice one, which is really nice. There's Palomino. Um I don't know if there's a Blackwing one yet. I don't think so. Yeah. I was
1: thinking about that today. That, like, well, we'll get to that later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are, I think, perfect bound instead of stapled, I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Not. Um, uh, Muji has some. I, I I am kind of in love with Muji right now. Scout books, of course. Uh, there's one that's super fancy called Flight Book. It's all capitalized. They look like they kind of look like expeditions, uh, field notes. Yeah. You have I, to shout it yeah. Flight Book! Sorry, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. it's one word and it's ca- all, ca- all in caps. Um, Claire Fontaine has one. Now here's a whole bunch I don't know. Uh, Atoma, Apica, Ogami, Fabriano. Um, those are some. There's a, a Doan one, which we talked about Doan last week. Um, Hobonichi has one, which is kind of cool. Uh, so th- I'm sure there's way more. And if you guys can think of one that I'm totally missing, put it in the comments or write in the group. Oh, right in the rain. They make those right little in the rain. Yeah, stapled ones. They have ones that are smaller than that three x five, which I really like. They they use yeah, little like babies. samples. They're so cute. Yeah, I have a bunch of those. that are really cool. I've been handing out to people. Mm-hmm. So um, so we we were kind of trying to come up with some things to think about for each each with each of the brands and um, you know some of the things some well first of all I'm really interested to know what you guys how you first ran across these pocket notebooks and what you sort of first use them for. How about you, Johnny? Johnny. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. The thing just cut out for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you hear my question?
0: <laughs> no. Um, well, I, I was, I was interested <laughs> to know when you guys <laughs> sort of first, you know, really thought about these pocket notebooks and, and when that happened, what you sort of first use them for when you bought one. Uh, Well, I think the
2: Cahiers came out about 10 years ago. Is that right? In the United States? Like the Moleskine Um, ones? Yeah, those are the first ones that I got. And I used them for notes for my dissertation in the large format and the smaller ones I would carry around for book notes and stuff like that and obscure Nietzsche page references, which is like the most awesome use they have put to. But um, I used them for a long time until... Finally, I got off my butt and checked out Field Notes, I guess, in 2010. And ever since then, Field Notes have been my favorite pocket notebook. But um, yeah, I was journaling them, which is why I would go through one every week. But I'm on a little break, and I'm using my Baron Fig. Um, through, jub- like juggler? a juggler. Yeah. Because it's, it's pretty. I have to use it. I do like once a year. I'll get a journal, and then my my Field Notes start piling up, and I get antsy. I'm like, I got to fill this damn thing. <laughs> Sir, I'm, I'm being one of those hoarders, and I don't think that's what I want to be. <laughs>
0: How about you, Tim?
1: I started using the hardback pocket size uh, Moleskin in high school. Like mm. I think, I don't know, sophomore, junior, high school. That was the first pocket notebook, uh, which is really all I knew through college as far as pocket notebooks go. <clears throat> and then shortly after college, through the pen attic, I actually heard about field notes. That's and cool. uh and that was the first one got into and like Johnny said that's still my favorite. I mean, it's still the best. I I still love I know a lot of people in our like circle don't go back to using the uh the craft ones, but I still love the craft ones a whole lot and I like to go oh, back yeah. and use those. They're so iconic. Uh, they are and they're they just yeah, they're they're perfect. They're just like they'll they I hope they never change at all because they're just uh wonderful. But I yeah. um, yeah. might as far as usage I like I always used the the Moleskin for like in high school, I would generally use it for like story ideas. Um, cause it just was like writing a lot, you know started writing when I was in high school, so that's that was my main use for them. And then <coughs> once I found out about Field Notes and other, I've, you know, I've gotten into Word and uh, I have a Calipino and the Notco and like every everything else. I've, I always have like four of them going at once, um, and so one will have. Uh, podcast stuff and one will just be something i carry that's just kind of a brain dump that i put everything in like lists for the day and things to remember and stuff like that and now it's uh, and then i have one that i journal in so yeah i it, it started with the moleskin the hardback one uh, and then i've spread into the pocket sized ones and that's pretty much all i use uh right now mm-hmm. so what about you Andy?
0: Um kind of the same along your lines i i started with the little pocket moleskins that are like more of a book um, you know, like mm-hmm. a book and yeah. I, th- I can't even remember what I put in there, just random stuff. Um, and I, I had the Rhodia um Cahier for a—I uh, think that was the first one of that format that I ever had. And mm. I, I thought they were super lightweight and they wouldn't last because they had like a paper cover instead of that kind of wool skin cover. Um, so I had that and I, I think I started, I think I bought field notes pretty early on. I, I talked about this on dot Grid the other day. Um, I I remember when they were first announced. I think um, I can't even remember where I first heard about them. But yeah, I I used Field Notes pretty early on, the first few months of launch. But then I, for a long time, which was super stupid of me, I thought the colors were dumb. So I, I didn't. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't buy the green ones or the orange ones or the blue ones, even though I I knew all about them and I could have. I should have. And, you know sold them for lots of money hindsight hindsight yeah, hindsight well, you know what if
2: you if you bought them you probably would have used them anyway yeah yeah and
0: i actually did buy the balsam fur ones and i gave some packs away and i just used the heck out of them and you know they're they're worth a lot now so it's all right i i love using them so yeah um so yeah i that's that's kind of the first time i've been exposed to them but i i mostly now use them just for um just random notes i have podcast notes in there um have some lists going. I, I do use one for j- kind of journaling, um, either in America, the Beautiful, or a Shelterwood for journaling because they have such a nice thick paper. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So as far as... I, the, sorry, go on.
1: I was just saying, I remember getting my first <clears throat> uh, Amazon shipment of Field Notes, my first pocket notebooks. <laughs> I'll never forget it because it was just... I remember the feeling of opening it, being like, wow, these are small. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Like, kind of wasn't ready for how how little they were, yeah, and how like seemingly insubstantial they were,
0: yeah, I think that but, uh yeah that forty eight pages worth of of notebook is just just the right amount like i I actually go through them very slowly because I generally like fill up a page or i I skimp on space or something, but um, I go pretty slowly, so so they usually wear out by even by the time I get to the end of it. I think the first one I ever filled up before it wore out was a word notebook
2: mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's I was actually. A, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can I ask a side question? Where do you guys carry your pocket notebook? Um, I carry if I'm wearing a jacket
0: and I am pulling from it, I keep it in my jacket pocket. Or else, I or else I keep it in my back pocket.
1: Yeah, back okay. pocket or uh, breast pocket. Like if I'm wearing a, a shirt that has a, yeah, a breast pocket, I'll I'll slide it in there.
2: Oh man, I carry mine in my um hip pocket. Hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Because then I can't I lose look, it. it.
3: Yeah. I have I have this much like
1: crap a, in my pocket, so I I always do either back pocket or
3: yeah yeah so I them get covered with stuff. other stuff yeah weird
2: <laughs> my butt's too big I can't put it in my <laughs> <laughs> but, So um
0: I'll kind of go through a list of of questions that we asked ourselves when thinking about all of these um and then we can maybe go down and and answer some of our top picks for for these particular characteristics so some of the things good. yeah some of the things we thought about how sturdy is the cover stock? Uh, what's the quality of the paper inside? Do you like the formatting of the paper? Um, is it dot grid, graph, line, blank, etc.? How is it bound? Um, are there variations, and what do you think of that? So um, how do we want to do this? Do we want to... Why,
1: why don't we do, like, best cover and binding, and then we'll all talk about it, and then we'll do best paper, and I'll talk about it. Yeah, that's a good that one. way.
0: So what yeah, Let's talk about the best cover and binding and, and we realized kind of going through this that um, some of them like field notes very w- wildly so uh, we can talk about individual editions instead of specifically brands so Tim tell mm-hmm. us about your favorite cover slash binding
1: this isn't going to be super like surprising and exciting but uh, I have a few in my head as far as best cover uh field notes county Fair is my favorite yeah. cover um, i <clears throat> I I really don't think it gets enough love, and I think it gets ignored because of all the um, colors editions that come out. If they didn't do the colors editions but had the county fair, I mean, I would be happy to just use that forever. You know, like I traded that uh, tournament of, uh, what was it called? Tournament of, what's it called? Field Notes Edition, the the rare one.
2: Tournament of Books. Tournament of
1: of Books. Yeah, I traded that for someone sent me six... um, County Fair editions just Six? from random random states, and I was like, "This is the best trade ever." Because I'll use yeah. these, and I love them.
2: Yeah, you got uh, the better end of that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's my uh, that's definitely my my favorite favorite cover. And then, like as far as binding goes, my the only my only thought is I like staple bindings. I'm not a big fan of the the stitched ones just because they're kind of all over the place. Like sometimes they're good, and sometimes they're not. And
3: mm-hmm.
1: I t- I, t- I typically like the staples, but I will say that. Have either of you used Calipino notebooks?
0: I have not used them, but yeah. I've seen them. They're really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah they're they're really cool looking. Uh, Jay Huckleberry Woodchuck sent me one, uh, a white one with his pink stamp on the back of it. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, they're really beautiful. It's two staples. and I will say that I like three staples better. So three mm. staples is just a nice, uh, you know, nice symmetry or whatever. Yeah.
2: How about you, Johnny? Um, I'm with Tim. I like the linen cover, some field notes very much, with the the county fair and the Raven's Wing, of which I have one more blank. Raven's
1: um, Wing was the linen cover, too?
2: Yeah. Oh. Flood-coated black, on oh, the inside was flood-coated gray. That's cool. So and, damn cool. Oh, <laughs> <man.
1: laughs>
2: my wife gave me one recently. I'm going
1: to go sell my car and buy some.
2: And It's tied between that and Scout Books, because... Not because they're thicker, I have, there's something about the texture of their covers. It's almost like greasy in a good way. Mm-hmm. They feel used already. I really like them. And I like the two staples because I keep mine in my hip pocket and they're always flexed. And since there's not a staple in the middle, that part tends to not break when it's a scout book. Hmm. Uh, it could be because they have less pages and they get filled up very quickly. But yeah. yeah. How about you, Mr. Andy?
0: Um, I... I think for for cover, um, you know, there's some really beautiful ones. Like I, I really like you know the county fair ones. I really like um like the like America the Beautiful covers. But as far as like durability goes, um, I'm gonna have to go with the word notebooks. Um, really? Yeah, and like I mentioned before, um, it was the first one that I had that did not um, just kind of fall apart before I got my way through it. Uh, part of it is because I think I maybe ra- r- ramped up what I was doing in that notebook, but. It held together really well, and it, it like aged really well. So, like, obviously, it did get beat up. It did look like it was in my back pocket for a couple months, but it it held together like a champ. And I, it's, I don't, I can't identify what's different about it than like a craft notebook, but it's You're very uh, stiff. Yeah, yeah. I I really liked I really like that notebook.
2: Um, I always feel like the book's gonna fall out of the cover. Really. Somehow, yeah, that huh. since it's so stiff, I yeah. feel like the staples will just give up. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nope. And as far as it's binding like a, goes, never happened. Yeah,
0: yeah. As far as binding goes, um, I think mostly. See, I have to admit, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to two staples or three, but. I really, really, really like the copper staples that are on the America the Beautiful edition. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes,
3: for the, sure.
0: Yeah, and then they, they reused them for the roastery edition, which which of course is bigger, but
1: I like the black staples from the pitch black. Oh edition.
0: yeah. And then uh, I think they used those in Night Sky too, didn't they? hmm Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh yeah. Um Best Paper. Johnny, do you wanna do you wanna go first on this?
2: this is tough because the regular field notes paper is very nice, but for pencils it kind of it's, it's a little too slippery. Mm-hmm. So I can't use you know a harder lid. but some of the additions, like the ambition, uh, the DDC, uh, the coal, and of course the America the Beautiful and Shelter were very nice for pencil. Um, and it, I would probably have said word until recently when I got into Baron Fig and I'm really in love with that paper right now. yeah, because I don't know the texture is perfect for pencil. Scoutbooks really is the nice. They're a little too toothy. Yeah, yeah. You should try them. Their their shipping is like ridiculously fast, which I appreciate. Yeah, because I'm impatient. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, it's 2015. I get everything in my life off Amazon Prime, so <laughs> spoiled. <laughs>
0: I'll I'll, uh, I'll go next. I think my favorite paper um, is probably yeah that um, that just thick, creamy paper that's in America the Beautiful and and um, uh, the Shelterwood. Like I wish that they did that with a graph on it, um, or a dot grid, because I like that paper a lot, and I don't—I don't even use fountain pens in it. So, yeah, um, it's a oh, I don't have one in front of me. Does anybody remember? It's like a seventy-pound, is it? Yep, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of oh, it's so creamy and nice. Um,
2: Wh- which do you like better, of That's that what people say about me. America the beautiful?
0: <laughs> 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 so, that Tim—he's creamy and nice. <laughs>
2: I don't know. You're pretty bearded. I
0: wouldn't call you creamy. It's <laughs> yeah. so fuzzy and cuddly. So that gray hair you have. It's, uh... Oh, Tim, I was going to text you a picture of my head. I found some silver hairs on my head. <laughs> Congratulations. Th- there's like three of them, and they like, stick out. <laughs>
3: yeah. I got a few thousand. I'll send you a picture of my head. <laughs> Tim, in,
0: ca- in case you have never seen a picture of Tim, Tim is prematurely gray, but I'd rather, yeah.
1: I have a dark brown beard and a gray head. <laughs> I'm 27. Yeah.
2: yeah, I have the opposite. I have a gray beard.
3: Gray <laughs> beard.
0: I have a patchy beard when I allow it to do that. It looks terrible, and I have three gray hairs on my head. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> was, <laughs> we <were doing. laughs> which do I like out of the the America the Beautiful and the um, Shelter Shelterwood? I yeah. think the show the Shelterwood is a little bit thicker, right?
2: I think it's the same, I just like the blue lines in the, American yeah, yeah, yes. I, I like the blue pretty, lines better,
0: yeah um, so yeah, that is my favorite paper. How about you, Tim?
1: Uh, my favorite paper, I might have to go with Doan, which mm-hmm. we talked about this a little bit last week or the last episode, but uh i I mean, there are multiple answers as always, yeah, but I mean American the beautiful paper, Shelterwood paper is kind of universally like i that's the best. Notebook paper I've come across,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, like for pocket notebooks. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> Johnny, I swear to God, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Johnny's t- trolling us in the in the notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, school toilet paper is what I like to use apparently in Capri Sunrise with an a <laughs> indelible pencil. But, uh, no, but I I would go with the Dome, uh for reasons I find it the most interesting of like all the pocket notebook paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I talked about my handwriting size and how, like, it fits nicely with the dome paper. And I, I, I just like their uh, paper quality for different types of pens and stuff. So I'm gonna have to give them a shout out. From I'll, I'll give them my vote for for best paper because it's it's uh, interesting, it looks cool, and it also handles pretty much anything you throw at it. So yeah, uh, I think I I need to I need to get some more. I've I've used up my my uh, few that I had.
0: Yeah, hmm. mm-hmm. um, So we can talk about the um, best format um, And I'll go first on this one um, I'm trying to think I, I think it's a tie between um, I really like that And I'm going to butcher saying this to the, the reticle grid um, Sort of like uh-huh. the It's like a dot grid but it's little Plus signs instead of that uh, yeah, I hate that one. Really? I hate it, too. See, yeah. yeah, I really don't like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I, li- I, li- I like it because it's kind of like Sorry, a diagram No, it's all right. It's all right.
1: Um, it stresses me out for some reason. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, <laughs> figure it
0: out.
2: <laughs> I, I wish Sniper would... is looking at my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I do, like... Um, I don't know what it is about it. It's either because it's, like, a little bit different, but it... See, so, yeah, I really need a guide to write. Like, I need to... Like I just kind of go at a slant if I'm if I don't if I'm writing on blank paper I don't know if it's because I'm left handed or if it's because I just like apparently can't I'm always drunk I don't know <laughs> I just can't write in <laughs> a straight line without without You're a line always drunk I'm always drunk and um, <laughs> with the uh, the dot grid like I I like that a lot uh, because it does help but I, I think the little lines on the reticle grid really kind of help guide me on that line a little bit more than a dot grid does does that make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, they were I a good
1: like, idea. I
2: think they were just too dark.
0: Yeah, I don't like dot grid. Like, yeah. I'm
1: pretty pretty firm on that. Like, it's just. Well,
0: I'm sorry. Maybe if you listen to the podcast, you would. Yeah,
1: it, it, it sounds like when I use a dot grid, I just think like this sounds like a really dumb. Like it could be a really dumb podcast.
3: You know? but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> gonna get violent yeah. t- I, just, <laughs> I
1: just like I like when, as far as grid goes. That's why I like don't is that it's like way over the top. Like there's so much going on that like it's easier for that to. Yeah. To like write over that, then dot grid, where I feel like if I'm writing and a, the dots are like in the middle of a word, it like gives
0: me the heebie jeebies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, so I, I also really like the way that, um, Word Notebook does theirs. Um, you know, they have the little, yeah, um, yeah, they have like the little bullet hashes or whatever, like the little circles you can fill in. So if I'm making a list, that's awesome. And, but it does stay out of the way in case I want to write something like, you know, sketch something or write long form too. it's uh, it's kind of I don't have one in front of me but it's kind of like the um the dot dash a little bit like in um like the dot dash cards that not co sells. Yeah. Is that, is that right? hmm Yeah. It's like a sort of a hybrid between lined and, and graft, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's been so a while since cousin we've been, of that. Yeah, so. it's, it's been a while since we've talked about word notebooks. So, if you guys have not seen these, go to wordnotebooks.com and check them out. They
2: Yeah, they didn't do one this far Yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah. Um, I think they're I doing not. a buy yeah. by two single notebooks, get one free right now, which is pretty cool. Or buy two three packs and get one free. Um, I just got an email not too long ago for that. So nice. Yeah. Um, and so Tim, I think that you uh, covered this with Dome, but what is your favorite format of of uh, pocket notebooks,
1: yeah, and this is this w- this one's hard for me because it's it's almost like a depends on the mood sort of thing. Uh-huh. Like sometimes I like I go through phases where I only want lined paper, and then I also go through phases where I only want uh, blank paper. So it's kind of hard to, yeah, it's kind of hard to decide because I, I I jump I jump around. So it depends on the mood. Overall, Doan is the most like impressive. I think I, but I also don't use it. The most, so I think as far as best format, if I'm going to go with like utilitarian, like things that I would use all the time, is just the general graph, yeah. um, like the like in uh, <clears throat> county fair. Yeah. So I think if I if I had to go with best format in the sense of what would I use pretty much all the time, actually no, not county fair. I would go the graph and the ambition that has the header at the top. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, we talked about that last week. It's that's. that's it's fantastic. Yeah. that's yeah. probably my best, like the convergence of things that I love. So, yeah, I, I would give that my. Yeah, I would give that my vote. That's cool.
0: Um, Tim, do you want to start us off and tell us what your favorite um, kind of notebook the fa- your favorite looking notebook the f- your favorite mm. notebook for aesthetics?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one.
0: Yeah, uh, there's so many like unique designs out there. Like they kind of started off, you know. They all kind of look like the field notes craft paper. Um, yeah. Not that they started that, but a lot of them look very much like that.
1: Uh, the two—I'll tell you—the two that come to mind when I think about like the ones that visually appeal to me the most—and one is Shelterwood.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Shelterwood. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Shelterwood. Just like when you look at it, it just has that like wow. Like this is—I've never seen anything like this. You know, like the the whole method of shaving the uh, the, the wood. And, yeah. Turning it into a cover. The other one, though, and this is probably my my true answer, just as far as like overall. Um, and this throws back to my <laughs> my pocket notebook origin story.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, the moleskin hardback bound pocket notebook.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: as far as aesthetics go, it's just so clean and durable. You know, and I I didn't use the reporter one. I used just the the normal normal bound one with lined paper. Yeah. And uh, I think aesthetically, it's just it feels very very timeless. Like you, and this is—I totally understand that I'm kind of falling into the what Moleskine wants you to fall into, but <laughs> I can I can separate myself from that and say you know, like, "Casa there there used are, that notebook." There, there, there yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of notebooks that look the same, like the Rodeo one would. I could say the same thing about the Rodeo pocket notebooks because they look the same, but just uh. You know, there's nothing that can be dated by it, and they always look the same. And there's something very comforting about that.
2: Yeah. yeah. How about you, Johnny? Oh, that's tricky. Yeah. Um, it's hard. I could maybe do top five field notes covers. Sure. Um, the that could be coal. its own episode right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that God. one. That one's ridiculous. It's so pretty. America.
3: Um, yeah.
2: The fire spark, America. America. One of my America. favorites. I can brag that I have two fire spotters. <laughs> um, Is that your neighbor? What, what's your address again? <laughs> uh, 804... No. You know my address. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. The American Tradesman, which I think now people are starting to pay attention to because they're rare, but that was like the prettiest field notes they ever made. It was so pretty. I would
1: pretty. love to see one of those in person. Yeah. It, it was there. sort
2: of like corrugated, and then the inside was white with red letters so nice that was plus that was my um first subscription that i got for father's day in 2011 mm. it was very stoked and they came like the monday after father's day it was great something like that um so what's that three yeah uh the whole national crop because those logos that draplin came up with are just delicious um hmm maybe the cherry wood i like the shelter wood but the cherry wood with the black letters that's that's tops
3: yeah hmm
2: yeah, I think that's probably it. And maybe he, there are a couple, you know, artistic ones that Scout Books did that are gorgeous, but, yeah. you know, they have like a dozen different packs like that that are good looking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can't count Scout Books because there's so many variations. And I'm trying to trying to think of of some to pick, too, and I, it's really, really hard because, like, some of them, like the Life Notebooks, are just really beautiful, just such great typography oh, yeah. on them. Um some like that, but, um, some of the Clairefontaine ones are really fantastic. Um, but I think, I think that, you know, like it's kind of comes down to field notes for me too, just because of the care and attention and variety that they put into their editions. Like they just sometimes just completely reinvent themselves, which, which I like with the, ambi- with the ambition, they sort of like went back to basics, which was good. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. okay, how are we going to top ourselves with Shelterwood? How are we going to top ourselves with unexposed? Um, but I'm yeah, I, I yeah. was yeah. how are we gonna come back from that? <laughs> <Yeah. one? laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, so I would sort of say that, like, the most just like striking to me, I, I'm gonna have to agree with with Tim and say that Shelterwood is just like, you know, Cherrywood is super cool, but Shelterwood, I think, was that first one that just like, like, holy crap, they it's a wooden cover that's amazing, mm-hmm. and uh I, I put mine out in the sun for a few days when i was on vacation this summer and it tanned a little bit and so it's a little bit darker and it's just fantastic um that that kind of riffs off to the roastery edition which is not a pocket notebook so we're not counting that here but that copper color that foil that they put on it is oh man is amazing looks beautiful they've got to do that again yeah oh yeah um so i also really like the traveling salesman i think oh, yeah, forget about that one. i think that uh I don't know, like like sort of the green paper, the edge of that kind of green paper mixed with the, that copper color and that what is that like a brown like it, it it looks like an Instagram photo without any filters if that makes any sense <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just gor- yeah it. it's gorgeous um, hashtag no filter yeah hashtag <laughs> 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 and then um I also am just a big fan of like the process um not process like offset printing like the America the beautiful paper um that one really really harkens a lot to some of the older uh, notebooks that field notes is originally crafted after so um or inspired by i should say um i just loved like the little tiny half tones on that it looks like they did it in like the old-fashioned way which you don't see anymore because honestly like print printing has gotten better since then so like you don't really see that half tone um but i like that they actually went ahead and did it which is super cool yeah, they said um, they
2: had trouble finding someone that would do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, somebody who's like, oh, yeah, we can still do it in this way. Um, I really like that style a lot. That's the style that a lot of the bullet pencils, like the souvenir bullet pencils, Yeah, uh, they do a lot of them that way, which I, I love. If someday when I have money and time, I'm going to start a collection of just souvenir destination bullet pencils because I just love all of them. I hurry up, all the
2: hipsters are going to buy oh,
0: them. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. I just love those. Um, there's like some super like kitschy Niagara Falls ones that are really great some florida ones with with um, flamingos i'm, I'm going to look for some san francisco ones out here um so yeah those are my favorite kind of aesthetically johnny what is your overall favorite
2: well at the risk of sounding like the hipsters that i like to make fun of Field Notes. <laughs> yeah because i because on the one hand because there's always a new field notes but it's not like most we're like god you make 500 different notebooks like hey this one's new now it's gone this one's new now it's gone I like that, and also just they're they're awesome. I love them. They they're indestructible. Like I sweat on them a lot. They never fall apart. <laughs> we, we've done really stupid things with them. They don't break. They're just very very good notebooks. They do what you need them to do. Hmm. Yeah, definitely field notes.
0: Yeah. How about you, Tim?
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, this part of the conversation seems almost kind of silly because yeah. they're such a juggernaut. You know.
0: Like, yeah. I mean that that's uh, what my else? that's my answer too so yeah What else
1: what else can you pick? I mean because you have all these other great options like I yeah. mean, with Rhodia and Word notebooks and Baron Fig and NotCo, and, and it's just like we have all yeah all these good options Yeah.
0: Yeah okay but... so let's uh let's start over. And uh Tim tell me what your favorite non-field notes uh pocket notebook is. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, I'll get to you, Johnny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Favorite non-field notes would be dome. Yeah, I would go with uh, the dome pocket notebooks, and I really want to try. They have some new, new colors. Uh, He he'll do different, you know, editions every once in a while, not predictably. You know, like not like that. But there's a constant black three pack of the the dome paper. Pocket notebooks, and now he has a six pack um, that you can get. It's it's uh, twenty dollars and has six different colors that come together, mm-hmm. uh, and that's oh, I saw this. yeah, it's pretty cool. So it's like a there's a navy blue, a green, an orange, a sky blue, like a slate gray, and a red. So it's mm-hmm. a really cool co- color combo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Done's definitely if, if Field Notes is out, then Done is for sure number one.
0: Yeah. How about you, Johnny? Oh man. Your favorite non field notes pocket notebook.
2: Um I think in theory scout books, but mm-hmm. lately in practice, probably the Baron Fig confidants just in the last month. Yeah. I'm using them a lot. And I don't know, I really like that paper. I'm yeah. sure I'll move on to something else and get obsessed with it. But right now I'm obsessed with those. <laughs> so it's your flavor yeah. of the month.
0: Yeah. Um I think I think mine is it's either Baron Fig, which I it's funny because I haven't Really mentioned them so far, but yeah, that paper is fantastic, and they they look so nice. Um, Baron Fig or uh, word notebooks? I yeah, I really like my. I have a few word notebooks. I need to get some more, but yeah. Um, Tim, how many est- estimated? Just estimate how many empty <laughs> notebooks do you have? Empty
1: notebooks,
3: like notebooks uh, waiting
0: waiting to be used, pocket notebooks. Do you have waiting to be used?
1: Ooh, I would say. <laughs> oh gosh! Um, I mean,
0: I know it's going to make us sound awful.
1: I bet I have forty. Yeah,
3: that's not Maybe. too bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what. That's the number. That's that's my guess. Yeah, It might be a touch high because I'm pretty conservative in buying them. But yeah, well, no, yeah, probably forty <laughs> to fifty. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but but these aren't these aren't um, you know hoard notebooks. These are like on deck notebooks.
1: Yes, I only have. It's yeah, not terrible. I think I think I only have like four. Three packs that I just have,
3: yeah.
1: Basically, like I'm not planning on opening anytime soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely like a. I will use it. Like I'm planning to use most of what I have. So, yeah.
0: how about you, Johnny?
2: Um. Hmm, more than twenty, less than thirty, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But I would preface that by saying there are about 130 of them that are full. That yeah, are, yeah. You
0: go uh, through them very fast. It's amazing. I go yeah. through them very slowly.
2: I I do have probably another couple of three packs put away for the kids, but yeah. I'm not going to count those. Yeah.
0: I have, I'm embarrassed to say I probably have, and I, I wouldn't even begin to be able to say which ones I'm hoarding and which ones I'm keeping. I think that in theory, I would like to keep, I would like to use all of them, but um, there's some that I, yeah, I know I probably won't open. Um, so I probably have like 60. It's a, uh, it's pretty bad <laughs> you're a bad man Andy i am, I, am. <laughs> I just can't help it my my mother is like a collector and I, I fight against like these and when i say collector i mean hoarder um they're she, way worse you know, things you could collect though yeah it's true i mean things that take up a lot more room things that are more expensive things that are bad for you
2: <laughs> <Let's>, you can <laughs> keep them forever when you're old just I, collect, I collect Co- meth. <laughs> I'm a cocaine collector. (laughs) I don't use it. I just collect it. Got a trash
1: bag of cigarette butts. Artisanal cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Cigarette butts.
3: Gross. What do you think,
0: guys? Should we wrap this up?
3: That
1: seems like a good place to stop.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, before we we leave, um, I mentioned this last time, but uh, we have kind of – uh begun uh soliciting sponsorships uh we have a sponsorship program um i don't know if uh you guys know have seen this in our group uh or online but uh we have pretty tremendous buying power um people uh people buy people buy a lot they hear us talk about something and they go out and get it so uh insert your brand here and uh just be part of the be part of the frenzy um of course we'll you know use your product and like your product and everything if we do that. But, um, yeah, uh, if you if you have something you want to sell or something you want people to know about, uh, hit us up. We would love for you to sponsor our show. Uh, we have very reasonable rates. And your sponsorship money will go to building our capital to do cool things like stickers and notebooks um, and to make this better. So um, go to erasable.us, click the little contact form. Um, it will go straight to me. Um, and then me or Johnny or Tim will be in touch uh, with more information. So uh, we'd love to hear
2: from you. Yeah, um, I just think if someone with very big pockets were to do it, we could get our own Field Notes edition. Yeah. Like linen covers and oh, heck, copper yeah. staples. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Warren Buffett, I know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: uh, seems like
2: no. he likes
0: pencils. I, I think I think he would. Uh, Tim, works
1: Oh, sorry, Seems like a Montblanc guy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Waterford pens. <laughs> yeah, Waterman uh, pens. That's what. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, before we say where to where to find us and everything, uh, if you have a if you if you haven't already, and I know like only a a few people have, we'd really appreciate it if you go to the iTunes store and rate and review the podcast. Absolutely. Because uh, uh, rate rating and reviewing the podcast helps us to be more visible, uh, which is it you know gives us a chance to have more listeners, uh, and then through. Uh, sponsorships, and we're we're looking into doing a Patreon campaign here in the future. Yeah. Uh, and all of those things will basically go towards achieving some goals that we have for the podcast and uh, doing some things that we think would be like a really cool addition to this community uh, and uh, our great group of listeners. So if you could go to iTunes or Stitcher wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and rate and review the podcast or recommend it if you're using it in Overcast, we'd really, really appreciate that and we're really thankful for our our awesome listener base.
0: Yeah. We have a lot of momentum. We're growing in listeners. We're trying to kind of ramp up quantity of podcasts here. So we, yeah, we definitely need to do this to sort of get to the next level. So, uh, Tim, where can people find you on the internets?
1: You can read my, my stuff, my, my, my writings at uh, thewritingarsenal.com. You can follow me on Twitter at writingarsenal and at Tim Wasson, if you'd like. That's my like non- Exclusively stationary, a Twitter account where I probably talk about baseball and music a lot more than I talk about pens and pencils. Mm-hmm. And then you can follow me on Instagram at the writing Arsenal.
2: How about you, Johnny? Um, I am at pencilrevolution.com. And by the time you hear this, you can enter the cool giveaway. So yeah. definitely check that out. You get to pick your, pe- your color. You can't beat that. Um, I am on Twitter at Pen Solution, and I am on Instagram at Johnny Gamber.
0: And he is at uh, stencil resolution too. <laughs> 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 dot net. <laughs> 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 dot biz. <laughs> um, I am. Dot <laughs> <biz>. <laughs> I'm Andy, and I am at woodclinch. dot com. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at a Wellfley, uh or at woodclinched. Um And you can find me what else on um, dot grid. Oh yeah, dot grid. Uh, Nerd uprising. dot co slash dot grid. Um, I'll put a link to that in show notes as well or in your friendly iTunes directory. Uh, so this is Erasable. Uh, we are at Erasable.us. Uh, you can find show notes and an episode for this at Erasable.us slash um, 22. You can find us on our Facebook group. You should join that. It's a very, very cool, active community. It's I can't say enough about this community. Uh, Facebook.com groups slash Erasable. Um, or you can get our Facebook page, which just is kind of the official brand voice of, of Erasable, at facebook.com slash erasable or on Twitter, excuse me, the facebook.com slash erasable podcast. Somebody took erasable. That's just some guy. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. let attack him. Um, it's probably the Stencil Revolution guy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're on Twitter at,
0: at erasable podcasts. So. As Tim said, um, we would love you to rate us and give us a review on iTunes. Recommend us on Overcast, however you listen to it. Um, And
3: uh, that's it for today. Thank you, guys.